Do you think that, generally speaking, the first time you have sex with someone or the last time you have sex with someone is better? I feel like probably just like sexy wise, like how you know each other the last time is always going to be the best time. I agree. And I also think that if you know it's the last time or you suspect that it is, it's often like in the midst of a breakup or after a breakup, then like that's kind of sexy. My name is Summer Ann Burton. And I'm Isaac Fitzgerald. And this is The Tell Show. It's our podcast, and this is the last episode of season one. If you talk about it enough, there might be a season two. <laughs> but we're going to talk about first times, because we're always optimists here at The Tell Show. <laughs> last episode, first times. Yeah. Um, we have a really good guest that I'm really excited about. His name is Lamorne Morris, and he's an actor and comedian. You may know him as Winston Bishop on Isaac's favorite show, New Girl. <laughs> um, and he's also in Barbershop The Next Cut, which comes out this week. And he's going to tell a story about a first time um, of his. But you are you have a story about the first time you drove a car, I yes. think. Tell me. Tell um, me. Okay, so the first time... The first time uh, that I I drove on on open road right you'd expect like sixteen got my driver's permit yada 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 but actually I was fourteen. This is funny because it's like you were like you would expect me to be sixteen. It's like no, you're Isaac Fitzgerald. I would expect you would be like eight. <laughs> I, was, I was three years old. I I ran with an older crew. You know, basically, uh, I was almost like their mascot in this weird way. Like, they were, like, all, like, 18 and, like, mm. were cool mm-hmm. and, like, drank and did drugs. And I just, like, got to hang out with them. And so one uh, one of the things that involved running with this crew, with this group of folks, is that we would usually have parties. And we would have parties in, like, fields. It's very rural Massachusetts. So, like, big bonfires and parties in fields. And, like, but one of these times... Uh, uh, basically, uh, the party, we were all expecting to camp out, but it got broken up by the police and everyone ditched and everybody parked their car because you couldn't all park your cars near the spot, right? Or else obviously that would attract attention. So we'd all parked our cars like in different ways and we all kind of got split up. And I was with my buddy, Brian, and Brian was hammered. Uh, Brian. Bri- yeah, man. Hey, you know, it's not his fault. <laughs> he thought he was sleeping in the woods. No, he, totally. You know, he was just, he had planned accordingly. He was not wanting to drink, drink and drive that night. Yeah. He thought he was sleeping in the woods, but he was out of his gourd. And so when we got to his truck, he was just like, Isaac, you got to drive. I think you can do this, like, no problem. And then just, like, proceeded to pass out in the passenger seat. I pull away uh, down this dirt road, and luckily I get to kind of keep on back roads for a while and just kind of get a hang of it. White knuckles on the oh, steering wheel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like eyes like glued yeah. to the road, like absolutely not to, like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, and I'm like, all right, we're just going to drive to Brian's house. No big problem. It's a couple towns over. We got this. Uh, and I'm driving, uh, and, and of course, all of a sudden, my heart is in my throat. I just assumed I was going to jail. And then I watched as the police officer kind of exited his vehicle and started to walk up. And I think I want to say it's not right when he got up to the window. I think even as he started to walk up, I realized that I recognized him. And he was actually the guy that used to be my janitor when I was in (laughs) elementary school. (laughs) <laughs> you know, he'd gotten his life together maybe a little bit more, right. uh, t- taking the cops test. You know, Congratulations, these, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and and he just kind of walks up and he looks at me, and he's just like, um, "License and registration." 
And like even here, like I think he, I can see him trying to do the math in his head. Yeah. He's like, "Wow, has it been that long? Like right. Isaac's sixteen now?" And I'm like, "Yeah, about that." Uh, and then I just started to like, what, like just very nervous, and I think probably some tears were involved. And I was just like, "Brian just got really drunk, and they were, I didn't know what to do." And like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." Ah, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, "Okay, listen, I'm gonna follow you. We're gonna get you off this main road, and you're never, ever, ever, ever gonna do this again." I, I have to say I'm, I'm glad that no one's drunk driving. Good guy. Yeah, it was. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of privilege there, but it was pretty amazing <laughs> that he he let me do that. Um, so that was the first time I drove a truck. So our guest today is Lamorne Morris. He's and so funny. He's so great. We were so excited. Um, that he agreed to do the show, and we were able to interview him on a recent trip to Los Angeles. City of Angels. Lamorne came to the BuzzFeed Motion Pictures studios and taped with us, and we did a couple videos with him. And so now we're going to play the interview that we recorded on the set. We've got a wonderful, hilarious guest uh, this week. We're really excited. Lamorne Morris, he's an actor and comedian. He plays Winston Bishop. Uh, hilariously, I might add, uh, on New Girl. Uh, and he's also in Barbershop, The Next Cut, which is out this week. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate this. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're excited. Here on the, uh, on the Tell Show, Lamorne, uh, we always try to open up with a game of Never Have I Ever. Ooh. Yeah, a little classic bar game. Yeah. Uh, Summer, Andy, you want to explain the rules? Yeah, so each of us will say something that we've never done. And then if you have done it, like if I'm like, I've never killed someone, and Isaac's like, of course I have, Whoa. you will ring the bell, <laughs> and then you'll talk about it. Um, normally, we would be like putting Ring down shots, shots uh, but we'll we'll stick with the bell. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, the thing about this game is that I I don't know how to play without being sexual, so I'll try. You can I'll, be sexual. This uh, is the tell show. We're emotionally naked every day. Wait, or do you mean, like, making bets to do sexy stuff? You know what? When, when you, well, no. Like, <laughs> when I play the game, it always it involves alcohol, and, it, and it's always with, you know, a, a lovely group of people, maybe in a hot tub. <laughs> And you say, never, never have I ever done this weird sexual thing. And they'll go, no, okay, I did. <laughs> and then they got to talk about it. And talking about it usually manifests into doing it again. I mean, I'm here. I'm looking good. I feel yeah, like I did my hair. I look sexy as hell right now, man. I got my coffee. I got my energy. <laughs> so my stamina's there. <laughs> We're just going to see where this goes. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, never have I ever auditioned for a television show. I have. And that ring the bell? You got to ring that bell. I auditioned 15 times for New Girl. Wait, what? 15 times. They weren't convinced the first 14 times. It was crazy. That's not hyper, hyperbole. No. I went in once through 15. I, I auditioned for the role of coach originally, got offered the part, couldn't do it because the same day CBS offered me a role on a pilot. That pilot didn't get picked up. So New Girl, when I turned down the role, they ended up offering it to Damon Wayans Jr. They weren't anticipating that his show Happy Endings was getting picked up for a second season. And that left a space open for another character. And they didn't know which, which ethnicity they wanted to go with. They didn't know who the character was going to be because they couldn't do coach because they wanted to air the pilot because he was so good in it. And so they came up with the character Winston. And in doing so, they had to audition uh, 11 more times. Do you know when you nailed it? Or did you, yes. were you like, I nailed it on the third try? I thought I did. And, but uh, yeah, I, 
the fifteenth audition was the craziest one because they put me up against a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. So they were like, "We want Lamorne." Oh, but Justin Hires has just read up. Let's bring him in and read. And I was like, "No, no!" If anybody is my kryptonite, it's Justin. He's so good. And um, but I'd already auditioned for it fourteen times, so I was like super comfortable. And he had never tested before, so. When I went in the room and I, I did the audition, I felt like I was doing stand-up. It was like the whole audience was just laughing, and there's like 30 people in the room. And when I left, I just thought, if they don't pick me after this audition, they just do not like me. <laughs> or Justin is, is, is funnier than I thought he was, because he killed it <laughs> on his first time walking in the room. Um, but I ended up booking it, yeah. What, just uh, for our listeners, what were you doing before that? Um, right, be- right before that, I was doing a lot of commercials. Um, and right before that, I was, uh, you know, taking the bus to auditions and sleeping in my car when I had it. That was repoed. That was, that was uh, tragic. Um, but I started off in Chicago doing second city, uh, doing improv and sketch comedy, and then moved on to BET where I started hosting and just doing that whole thing. Left New York, came to LA and thought, oh, this is going to be easy. Just move from New York to L.A. If I can make it in New York, I'll make it anywhere, right? Wrong. <laughs> I got to L.A. and got so broke, man. I ran through my savings. I ran through, like, friends. <laughs> it was the loneliest time for me, the first year and a half in Los Angeles. And then just, you know, one commercial turns into 25 commercials, and then that turns into a TV show. Well, congrats. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. What do you got, Summer Ann? Uh, never have I ever stood someone up. Ooh. Ooh. Isaac. So here's the deal. Is it okay if it's not a date? Well, what's the story? Okay, here's the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was living in San Francisco at the time. I actually, very kind of similar situation, mm-hmm. but with no dreams. Uh, <laughs> had just moved out to San Francisco. Like no industry there that I wanted yeah. to be a part of. Just like had moved there yeah. and got really broke and really sad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All the struggle, none of the, none of the payoff. Right. Um, and so I've been there for like a couple of years, just real tough living. And basically I had worked my butt off to get this job at this bar, this fantastic bar in San Francisco called Zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where I'd spent so much of the money that I had there that I think eventually they just took pity on me. Mm-hmm. And we're like, sure, you can watch the door, man. Like you can, <laughs> if you can check IDs, we'll give you like four bucks an hour. And like, you don't, you don't have to pay for your drinks and that'll be fine. Right. And at that time, an old friend of mine from college had moved out. And he started working at this company called Facebook. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And so my buddy, his name's Mike. My buddy Mike kind of calls me up. and He's like, look, Isaac, I know you're having kind of a rough time right now. Um, I've talked to some people at the company I'm working at now. It'd be an entry, like it'd be low level, but like sales marketing. Uh, we're really staffing up right now. Uh, we're, we're really growing. And I was like, I heard it. I was like, that's for college kids. I was like, he's like, listen, will you just come down, see the campus, Take this meeting for me, like just do it for me. Just come down, please. Just take this meeting, uh, and and I guarantee you, one, you'll get a job offer. Now it's up to you then if you want to take it, but just come for the love of God, just come down. It should note that Mike now owns a house mm-hmm. on top of Bernal Hill in San Francisco. He's, uh, I was uh, one of his groomsmen. He flew me out and bought me a thousand dollar suit for his wedding. Uh, I think he's looking at another house because um, he is what's called pre one hundred Facebook. 
And if you were pre-100, that was like a really big deal. And he was offering me the chance to go pre-100 Facebook. And my reply to Mike was, you know, I've really worked hard to get this job at this bar. Uh, I kind of feel like, <laughs> I kind of feel like uh, uh, it's things are starting to turn around for me. Uh, I feel like Facebook, you never know if that's going anywhere. That's for kids. That's for college stuff. Uh, and uh, I really appreciate the opportunities. Like, look, here's the meeting. Here's the time. Just come. And I didn't, didn't go. go. Oh. <laughs> you should have Mark Zuckerberg. Mark was waiting with a clipboard going, yeah. oh, I love this guy so much. I just want to, ooh, check the right boxes for this guy. <laughs> yeah, I just want to give him, like, lots of options. Oh, uh, this is going to be the one. <laughs> oh. I'm going to bump him up to pre-3. Uh, <laughs> my, like, good way of looking at my way that I can still get out of bed every morning knowing that I just, like, root, like took that wrong of a choice in my life oh, is I was just like, with that much money, I'd be dead. Never have I ever um, made out with with a coworker of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I what what are you implying? I'm implying I feel like if y'all host this show together, that at some point some penetration is going on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe mind penetration, oh. <sighs> brain stimulation. <laughs> oh. Look, I have made out with a coworker, but not at my current job. Oh, you snake! And I can. I have also made out with a coworker, but also not at my current job. So you guys are. You've never me. made out with a coworker, though. Is that real? I've never made out with a coworker. Um, I worked at a bookstore for like seven years in my early twenties, and. It was like an Empire Records kind of thing, like just a bunch of young single people who like only hung out with each other. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that entire time that like for that seven year, 20 to 27, the only people I hooked up with were my coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty. I mean, there was a lot of sex that happened at the bookstore Not too. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Did you ever Holiday sleep with parties boss? were sick. Uh, I slept with my boss, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So casual about it. Awesome. I want to be that boss though. It's like, yeah, I fuck all my employees. Where do you work? A porn shop? No, a bookstore. Yeah. So I, I mean, there the was like, it was a web. There was a web of like sexual misconduct happening at that bookstore. Mm. Book people, Austin, Texas. Wow, you just shot him out. <laughs> great place. I want to be clear. Great place great to buy. Store, great yeah, bookstore. great place to buy yeah. books. It's called Book People. Mm-hmm. Book People. Mm-hmm. In Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. So if I went into book people in Austin, <laughs> Texas, I might be standing in the wet spot. <laughs> that could be. Standing. I mean, it's been years, but you know. Hey. Yeah. There might yeah. be some old ghosts flying around. Yeah. Stay out yeah. of the freight elevator. Yeah. Oh, for sure. The freight right. elevator is where a lot of shit went down. <laughs> I'm gonna go in there with a black light. See <laughs> So on this show, we like have guests on and we try to get them to talk about stuff that they maybe haven't really talked about before. Okay. Uh, and That's how I got my period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about when you got your first period. I don't want to uh, talk about it. <laughs> I'm having one now. I'm bad. <laughs> uh, but I, you have a story for us about your youth. I do have a story. Um, it is a strange story. I don't, I don't, not, besides the, the parties involved. I don't think anyone knows this story. Oh, wow. Uh, like, not even friends. So this isn't like, you haven't talked about this publicly. You just don't no, tell people this. I just don't tell, because it's kind of embarrassing for me. 
you know, but it's just a state on our youth. You know, it's just a, it's a statement about how we are as kids. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. We got to do better. So here's what happened. I was, you know, I was not the most popular kid in, in high school, but I had a girlfriend my freshman year of high school. She was gorgeous. She was smart. We were in math class together and we started dating. But when you're a 14 year old kid and you don't know your way around a vagina, my idea of dating is just holding hands and walking through the hallway, occasionally stealing a kiss and, you know, (laughs) behind a door somewhere. And one day we had planned on, you know, losing our virginities together. Kind of zero to 100 right there. Oh, real quick. Um, (laughs) Till this day, I work fast. (laughs) Hey, nice to meet you. Anal, please. Hold hands and lose our virginities. Exactly. <laughs> no, we were dating for the whole year, though. Yeah. Um, you know, so it took some time, and you know, but everyone were was you, doing it. Were you telling? Did you tell her that you loved her? Yes, mm. I did tell her I loved her. She told me she loved me. Um, therefore, we loved each other. Yeah. And it was great. This is like fourteen. I was fourteen years old. What year is this? Uh, I want to say two or ninety. 9, 98, 99. Okay, okay, late 90s. Just mm-hmm. setting the, set the mood. You gotta set that mood. Your style. <laughs> What's your hair looking like that year? My hair, low Caesar cut, rocking the goggles. I used to put on those uh, red goggles on my nice. head. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> then I hit it with the uh, basketball headband, even though I wasn't playing no ball. Oh, the wristband, maybe. Maybe some Allen Iverson sneakers, maybe. Um, Very cool. <laughs> I used to have the, uh, I used to sometimes rock a do-rag for no reason at all. <laughs> Um, I, I moved from the south side of Chicago to the west suburbs, and I was trying so hard to stay black that I was just like, I'm just going to wear some shit, because like, <laughs> I'm surrounded by everyone who isn't black, and I was right. just like, man, I got I to gotta keep in touch with my with my roots somehow. Let me throw in a FUBU jersey. That should work. <laughs> uh, but... Um, so yeah, you know, me and this girl, everything was great. She was on the gymnastics team, I was on the track team, and you know, she had the keys to the gymnastics room, and she said, hey, let's lose our virginities together. And I thought, hell of an idea. Great idea. You, you, you couldn't have said it best. <laughs> uh, I, but you know, so I, we decided to uh, do that, but the problem was, is when it, when it came down to the nitty gritty, she had said, Hey, do you mind if Daniel comes too? And I was like, Who the fuck is Daniel? Who the fuck is Daniel? <laughs> now Daniel was a cool ass dude. I knew Daniel. He was a couple a couple years older, and she said that the reason behind it is that she told Daniel that she was going to lose her virginity to me, and he said, Well, you know, uh, since he's never had sex and you've never had sex, I should come too. I should have oh sex with God. you first. <gasps> what? Yes, I should have sex with you first and then show him how to do it. Then he has sex with you. Daniel. (laughs) So then uh, what I did was once she said that he wants to be there, too, I instantly started crying. I just I just started crying in her face. I was like, what are you talking about? You're crying in the hallway. I'm crying in the hallway. And how's she reacting? She was sad for me. And um, long story short, no, no, long, don't long story short it. Um, but you know, so the next day, uh, I see her, and she's just as, as giddy as can be, and it's like we did it. <laughs> what? Yes. She just tells you like that. Yeah, and she and she thought that we were still together at this point. Like, hey, babe, and I was just like, wait, what? The problem is, she did it with another dude 
also named Daniel. Two Wait, Daniels? Two Dans. Daniel and Danny. <laughs> Wait, no. in in the in like where she had the key for? Uh no, in a in a car. Oof. I wanna cry. Yeah. <laughs> So what's that like? Like what's that feeling? What what do you say to her? She thinks you're still together. Yeah, I had to let her know right then and there. Hey, I'm gonna give this three more years with you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm gonna marry you, girl, and then we gonna discuss this. <laughs> I'm a pushover. Um, but no, that that it just it just fused off. We're we're still friends till this day. Are you? Yeah, yeah, oh, we're still wow. friends. So did you know either of those Daniels? I knew both of them, and I used to hang out in Daniel's car. So I would sit in the car, kind of like going, "Am I sitting in said spot?" <laughs> Wait, so even after you would get in this car, yes, you like you're like, "Fuck, I need a ride." I ain't gonna lie, I was like, Daniel was smooth, man. <laughs> I like Daniel. Daniel was a cool dude, man. That that is the. That was the, the the jumping off point for some some terrible relationships that I've had because I never <laughs> forgot about it. I love that you guys are still friends though. Oh yeah, no, she's great. She's amazing actually. She's got a family and all that stuff. Oh. But but they're not going to me telling this story. Um, I don't think they're going to know who I'm talking about because I haven't told anybody about it except for you guys. Well, we really appreciate you sharing that story. <laughs> and my dad. At the time? I'm kidding. I don't know that dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know him. I couldn't turn to anyone. You know oh what I mean? God. Because I come from a religious background. So who am I going to go tell? Like my brother, my mother? Like, hey, guys, I was trying to um, sin. <laughs> and uh, it just wasn't working out for some reason. Right. I was trying to do some very nasty, sinful stuff. It just wasn't working out. How do I do this? Uh, how should I feel about, <laughs> about me not sinning so much? Um, but, you know, I um, I didn't tell anybody. I, to- I-, I may have told one or one of my buddies, but... It's so embarrassing to me. And I'm like, damn, man, that's what that was your attempt at having sex the first time? <laughs> oh my god. So we ask every guest on the tell show three questions at the end of the show. Okay. Uh, and the first question is, what was your last kiss like? My last kiss was um it was amazing. You know, because they all are. Um, no, my last kiss was, it was a kiss, you know what I mean? And I believe it was two girls at the same time, I want to say. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I live a fanciful life like, in my head. Wow. Yeah. Man, it was an orgy of girls, man. I was just, I didn't know who that I was kissing. New, that new girl money is yeah. <laughs> Man, it was You're crazy. Living. Yeah, man, yeah. Nah. <laughs> nah, that didn't happen. Yeah, I don't know. How was my last kiss? It was just great. It was just, it was a kiss, you know? Led to some other stuff. Um, the next question we ask every guest is, when was the last time you cried? Last time I cried was probably watching Batman versus Superman because I was like, man, I waited so long and this is what I got. Oh. And I teared up a little bit. Okay. The last question is, um, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? Uh, mentally, everything. Uh, physically, nothing. I'm a god. <laughs> Actually, that's all opposite. Um I think mentally I'm fine. Physically, man, I got to go to the gym. So what's wrong with me? I got, I got a bad right leg, which I don't play basketball as much as I used to, and I really want to, but I'm fucking hurt, man. 
I'm hurt. I'm in my thirties now, and I can't do the things I used to do. You hit thirty. It's like a thing. You hit thirty. It just everything changes. All downhill, man. All downhill. Don't um, reach thirty. Don't reach. That's the lesson of this show. <laughs> 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 it's not worth it. I now have to tell people that, like, I, I, I now when I when I deal with people now, I go, "Well, I'm I'm older." You know, I have yeah. to say that. I remember when I was younger, I would meet like when I was younger, I, w- I would like meet different like actors or like Cedric the Entertainer. I met him when I was like 21. And he's like, man, I'm old school, man. You know, I do things like this. And we're talking. He's like, see, you young cats is like this and like that. Now that I'm older, I'll meet someone uh, who's like 22 years old, making like $5 million a year, making YouTube videos. And then we'll talk and I'll go, see, me, myself, man, you know, before the internet was around, you know. (laughs) And I go, holy shit, I'm one of those old dudes. (laughs) Fuck. And I can't escape it. I can't escape it. Yeah. No one can. Lamorne Morris is a fantastic actor and hilarious comedian. Uh, you can catch him. He plays Winston Bishop on New Girl, and he's gonna be uh, a, a, a part of a, an ensemble cast that looks just absolutely fantastic. Barbershop, the next cut. Yeah. I'm so. This is like very, very bittersweet because I love that interview and I love doing this season. But that was our last interview that was our last story of uh of season, season one. one in spirit of the show though summer and i want i want to ask you something oh what oh no i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> how much will you miss me no <laughs> i will see you every day oh right right right, right. <laughs> we uh, are friends that's a good point that's a very good point <laughs> um no i want to ask you uh what's wrong with you you know we ask people this all the time and i never actually thought about what is wrong with me i am really tired right now. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to like come up like out of all of my vices, like what's the worst one? And it's just, it's like a grab bag. Like, I don't know what's wrong with me is that like, I have no self-control. What's wrong with me is that I can't let go of anything. What's wrong with me is that I make bad life decisions. I don't know. I don't think that's true. But ultimately like I am me And I think that when I look at my friends and people that I love, I see that the things that they don't like about themselves are just like so wrapped up in the things that I love about them and inseparable. And those things are who I am. And so right now what's wrong with me is that I flew on a plane for six hours yesterday and I'm going to be on a plane for six hours tomorrow. What's wrong with Summer and Burton? airplanes yeah (laughs) yeah um well now i have to ask you what's wrong with you (laughs) it's a tough question it is really tough i can't believe we do this to everybody that comes on our show poor guests yeah apologies i think right now uh what's wrong with me is i think i'm very happy with where i'm at Mm -hmm. but i'm learning to grow in ways that i feel like are going to change that uh, and e- even though I'm happy and content, it's about it's about going through this difficult stage where I'm learning that like it's okay to grow and to change, um, even if that means you're maybe gonna make some things unstable in your life. So really, acceptance is what I'm working on. The Tell Show is produced by the wonderful and irreplaceable and beautiful Meg Kramer. 
with editorial oversight by Jenna Weiss-Berman. And production assistance from Eleanor Kagan and Julia Furlon. Thank you so much to Paul Ruest of Argo Studios. For where what? The, where the show is recorded. <laughs> <laughs> for existing. That man's a gem. Yeah, he is. And thank you to Love Inks for recording our theme song, which I love very much, um, and all of our music. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. You can email us if you have any ideas for season two at thetellshow at buzzfeed.com. Thank you so, so much for listening to season one of The Tell Show. We love you. Go out and tell everyone your secrets. 